pledge of allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Do we have any public comments or announcements? I'm going to move on to the regular agenda. Agenda item 4.1, discussion and action to appoint a chairman and vice chairman. I nominate you, Laurie. Oh. Reverend Coker. I'll second. Any discussion? <laughs> All in favor? Aye. Any against? Motion passed. And we need a vice chairman. I'll nominate Amy Beggs. It's easy. Second. You can do it. it it's really easy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Promise. Right, and who? And you second? Mm. All in favor? Sorry, <laughs> nobody. <laughs> just pick the person next to me. Um, all in favor? Any against? Motion passed. Moving on to discussion, uh, agenda item 4.2, discussion and possible action to approve the January 17, 2024 regular meeting. Minutes. Make a motion to approve. I second it. All in favor? All in favor? Aye. Discussion. <clears throat> Any discussion? Sorry. All in favor? Aye. And against. Motion passed. Uh, moving on to agenda item 4.3, committee member introductions and committee overview. I don't know if I have this announcer or she does. There we go. Good morning, everybody. I am Debbie Huffman. I'm the Parks and Recreation Manager, and I'm also your uh, staff liaison for the Parks and Rec um, uh, for the Parks and Keep SPI Beautiful Committee. And so, I want to welcome the new members. We've got uh, uh, Patricia McGrath is right here on the end, Amy Beggs, and then Catherine Willingham, or Kathy Willingham. And um, Kathy was appointed as the uh, a replacement for someone who had, had was taken off the committee, so or had resigned. So um, her she's appointed through 2024. And um, Amy and Patricia, you guys are on the committee until 2025. Um, and then Laurie Coker was reappointed uh, till 2025. And so then we also have um, Javi Gonzalez from the Birding Center. He's been on for several years now. Javi, I don't know how long you've been on, but quite a while. Yeah. Susan Francis, and then Travis Kaiser. There we go. So some of the member requirements that you guys have, I know you guys, a lot of you got the email from Nikki, and you've um, filled out all of the training requirements, and if you haven't, you have 30 days to get that to her. Uh, it's really important because it gives you a good overview of all of the um, protocols and things that we need to follow to, to stay in compliance with the state. So you've got your financial disclosure, disclosure report, the SPI ethics code acknowledgement, and the Texas Open Meetings Act. And you'll have a certificate for that and the Texas Public Information Act, and there'll be a certificate for that. So just make sure that you get with Nikki and you get those on file. Um, it's a good idea if you uh, copy me on that as well, so in case it's ever, you know, we ever need to get a hold of it, um, we'll have it in double places, so that'd be good. Mm -hmm. um, absences. Um, approval of any absence will be considered by the board. So um, if, if you can't make it to a meeting, um, you need to make sure that you submit that in writing to me. It can be text, email, but I need to know as soon as possible that you're not going to be there. We need four people to have a quorum, and in different times of the year, sometimes that's difficult. So it's, it's important that you, you make that a priority. Um, absences will be classified as excused or unexcused by the committee, and um, members cannot accumulate more than three in 
within a 12-month period. Mm. So just be cautious of that and, and look at the schedule. I've actually, in your, uh, your calendar there on your, on your desk, I gave you um, the uh, dates of the meeting. I gave you all of the information for your fellow um, uh, committee so that you could email them. Uh, always only email them separately. Uh, but uh, I, I gave you the email list and then the dates of all the meetings. So you'll have that ready for you. And on agenda items and requests, I know I sent out an email to you guys last week and some of you guys uh, didn't, hadn't, hadn't had that before, but a week before the meetings, I have to post the agenda on the Friday prior. So I have to get that through Nikki and their, their office. Everybody needs to approve all of the backup and your agenda items. So those need to be like the Wednesday prior to the meeting so that we'll have at least a day or two to get those all situated and get them on the agenda. So just make sure in writing you let me know. It doesn't have to be that week before. You can, if it's for next time, just make sure and email me so that we have it and it doesn't sneak up on us. And you must provide the backup for that. So if you have a great idea and you want something, like Javi, is, we're working on the birding, uh, uh, the bird city, Texas. And he has all of the backup where the criteria for that and everything that we, we give you guys each time. So just make sure that if you have something like that, that you provide the backup. And when we're doing um, motions and that, if, you take, if taking action, a motion is required with a second then you allow for some discussion, and then it's followed by a vote. <clears throat> and then once again, if an agenda item is voted on, you can't go back and, and discuss it later in the meeting. So once it's voted on, it's, it's, it's there. Um, when voting, uh, the committee members must vote verbally. Um, and also, it's not a bad idea sometimes, too, to raise your hand, because in some of, I think in city council, sometimes... Uh, it's hard to tell who's, who's talking. If, if, if you are opposed to it, it, it really is probably a better idea to, to raise your hand so that it's duly noted in, for anybody that's taking notes, whether it's me or Karen, um, so that we get that on the record. Okay, the duties and functions of your committee. I've had a couple of people ask me about this. This is, your committee was formed by resolution of the city council. So you guys were appointed by the city council. And these are uh, the functions of the Parks and Keep SBI Beautiful Committee. It's to educate and engage the SBI residents and visitors to SBI to take responsibility for improving the community environment. And also, in your little area, I put the, I put the actual resolution, so you guys will have that with you. So if you ever wonder about this stuff, you can look back. Um, conduct community assessments. Um, we haven't done one of those in a while, so it might be a good idea for us to look at that again. Prioritize anti-litter and beautification projects based on assessment results. Seek state, federal, and private funding for anti-litter and beautification initiatives. Set goals and objectives and create a calendar of events. Develop a list of community volunteer organizations to assist in the Parks and Keep SPI Beautiful Committee in accomplishing their projects. Recommend projects or in initiatives uh, to be included in the annual budget. Uh, recommend policy to the city council to protect and preserve the natural beauty of the city of South Padre Island, which creates a sense of community. Maintain community park system for the enjoyment of the residents and the visitors. And make recommendations to, to city council to enhance the beauty of the overall appearance of South Padre Island. So that's really what you're tasked with. That's what this committee was formed to do. So if you ever question, does that fall? Is that, is that us or is that Shoreline or is that the building department? That's what you guys are, are tasked to do. Here's a list of our meeting dates. So it'd be a great idea if you put them in your calendar so that you will have those and when you're making travel arrangements and whatever, you know ahead of time. It's gonna always be on the third Wednesday of the month at 9 a.m. in here. So some of our current projects that we're doing, and, and these are for this year uh, that are already budgeted and, and planned for, is uh, the community garden plots, which we'll draw for those today. They're assigned in February and, and August. And those are located at the uh, Butterfly Garden on Gulf Boulevard. There's five boxes there. Um, beach cleanups, usually we participate in two official cleanups. Uh, we, we can participate in many more, but the two official ones that we 
help with are the Adopt-A-Beach in April and October. And that's through Adopt-A-Beach and, and Keep Texas Beautiful. Uh, the 4th of July Walking Beach Parade. That's usually on the 4th of July. And it's a lot of fun. It is fun. And we've got the Rotary Flag Program. If you saw yesterday, or Monday, when it was uh, um, President's. President's Day, uh, they put those out. And um, this committee has a budgeted item for the ones at City Hall, um, City Hall and in the medians. So um, that's a program that we have uh, been, going, been doing for quite some time now. Uh, the Yard of the Month program, I, all of you got the email to vote on that um, on, a, on a Google form uh, ahead of time. And we do that monthly. Uh, that's really uh, one of uh, Laurie's uh, champion projects. And any, any of the yards that you guys see, make sure that you um, send them in. Um, yearly, we try to do a park event. Um, I think it would be a great idea for us to plan a park event this year um, with our John L. Tompkins Park going to be in completion, have a great uh, day out there where we could have people come and see all the amenities. A lot of people don't know that there's exercise equipment and things out there, um, so I think it'd be a great idea to have a, a park day. Texas Parks and Wildlife, um, it's a grant project, so they, they love for us to you know, promote that and, and do some things, so I think it'd be a great idea this year for us to do, get to do that. The Christmas events are the street parade and the tree lighting. And then we have done in the past a volunteer appreciation ceremony, and I think it would be a good idea to really recognize some of our volunteers on different committees, uh, beach cleanups, and just across the board, people that volunteer and do things. It's, it's very nice to recognize them. And a committee member on this committee uh, years past um, had championed it, and we didn't do it last year. It just didn't happen. So I think it'd be a great one for us to continue to do uh, because it's always good to be recognized when, when you're doing some extra stuff. Some future projects that we're working on is to complete the pickleball park uh, with adding some restroom fencing and possibly an additional court. Um, the dog park, we're looking for land acquisition, so we're still, uh, that's still one that's at the top of the list. Um, some signage at John L. Tompkins Park, um, we're, we're working on a signage pro project for the street, but this would be an actual landmark so you could see and know that that was a city park there. Um, additional play equipment um, and gazebo repairs at uh, Turtle Park and improvements to Water Tower Park. We've got some, some playground equipment that, that needs to be either replaced or looked into, maybe in a grant project or maybe in the budget season. So um, those are some things that, um, if anyone's interested in any of those projects, let me know and we can kind of slot you guys in. Where is John Tompkins Park? It's at 6100 Padre Boulevard, just right past Sunset Drive. Uh, there's like a uh, there's a new t-shirt shop on the corner. I think they have some candy and things, and it's before the Ramada. Ramada. It's right. It's, next I think to it the changed Ramada. names though. I don't know. If Just it's before it. There's a little bus covered little bus stop station there. Oh, not station, but place. Yeah. And it's right before that. Okay. Notice it now a lot because of the shade that you guys just put that we just yeah. There's a, the big beautiful so shade. A lot. Okay. Very noticeable. And, and and on that note, for future part, just just well, I think it's it'll be in this. Okay. So here's our here's our event budget that we had. This this these items have been approved by the city council for the year 2023-24. So um, the new budget year will start in October of 2024. So these are budgeted items right now. We had the Christmas uh, parade uh, and the the Fourth of July. Uh, will be coming up. We've got a park event, which could be the grand opening and our Arbor Day, which we, we participate in, um, the Rotary Flag Program, and the Causeway Memorial, uh, or the next year event. So the Causeway Memorial is sponsored by the city every other year. So this year, it's actually in uh, Port Isabel. So we'll have a little bit more um, funds to play around with our Arbor Day, uh, a park event, and, and some, some other things there. I have a quick question. Mm -hmm. uh, can we fundraise? Is that a possibility or? We're gonna divert to Nikki on that, maybe. We can look into that, um, but we are, you know, the city is not a nonprofit. We yeah. are a revenue 
you know, we receive, um, tax, we're tax revenue. Right. So it's really hard. Um, we can look into some of that, but I don't believe it's possible. Okay. Item on here says seek state, federal, and private funding for anti-litter and beautification initiatives. Those are like grants and stuff. Is, is that private funding is yeah. fundraising, wouldn't it be? I'm sorry, private fundraising? It says state and private. So wouldn't private include fundraising? Donations? Well, unless you have a donation given gotcha. from somebody. Okay. But when it comes to actual fundraising and then implementing that into our financials, that's where it gets a little bit finicky and we would have to do more research into it. Right. Um, but through the grant process. Grant process, yeah. And, and Javi, like, if there's something like that, I think like that, this is a perfect example. Like something like that, if you have something specific in mind, um, bring it to me. We can send it through Nikki. We can send it through legal and see if, if it's a possibility. Um, like let's just say the dog park. We have a, a citizen group that we're working with um, in con conjunction with the city. So they might be able to do the fundraising and we could help support that in different oh. in different ways. So whenever you have something like that, bring it to me. Let's send it to Nikki. We'll, we'll see exactly what the possibilities are that's for the best. But like anytime you see like a grant that might be um, something that would benefit us for like maybe a program or butterfly plants and things like that, that I think there's a couple of those kind of things out there. Um, you know, you're always welcome to like look into those, bring them to my attention. Maybe we can work together and, and make sure that we just are all on the same page so that we can help with some of our resources with city council and things like that to um, get some of this grant funding. Because John L. Tompkins is really a, a wonderful park and it has been, um, it has, we've been supported by Texas Parks and Wildlife um, on that one as well. So. And our city council has been really, really wonderful in supporting the parks on South Padre Island. So when you have great ideas, you know, sometimes it doesn't happen as fast as you'd like it to, but always bring it up because, you know, sometimes when you plant that seed, sometimes it takes a little while, but a lot of times it'll come around. So thank you. So these are just some of the, some of the budgeted items that were approved by city council for us to do. Um, then... This is what I was going to say is uh, for Kathy, uh, these are the parks that we have right now. We have John L. Tompkins Park that's on, um, on Padre Boulevard. We've got the Butterfly Park that's over on Gulf Boulevard. Turtle Park is at Morningside. Uh, Water Tower Park is on uh, Padre Boulevard right I by the... I got locked in that bathroom. I know where that is. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, and then our new, our newest addition is the pickleball park that's down at Six Ten Padre Boulevard, behind the old Welcome Center and the future home of the museum. So right now, in our park maintenance budget, and we've got two park maintenance um, crew, and um, they uh, are are doing a great job at, at maintaining. Uh, but when there's certain things, sometimes that are small things that you have, that you think of in addition to the park, like Javi, a lot of times we'll have plantings and things like that. That's where some of those funds are coming from. Oh, really? Okay. Sometimes, yeah. Good to know. Most of this is just regular park maintenance, but like on regular park maintenance for Turtle Park is a replacement of the, of the plants and butterfly. So, so that would fall under our park maintenance uh, very nicely. So anytime you have suggestions like that, Sometimes we do have some funds available for small things. Anything that's like the large replacement of things like that would need city council to be on the budget or to go for a budget amendment throughout the year. Okay. So there you go. I know it's a lot up at the, at the beginning, but um, this is a, a fun committee, and I'm really glad to see some new faces that have new ideas and, and, and everybody that champions a little bit different projects. It's fun. Thanks for that. That was good. No Moving on to agenda item 4.4, .4, discussion of possible action to approve an excused absence for Parks and Keep SPI dutiful member Travis Kayser from the regular meeting on January 17, 2024. Please excuse me. <laughs> I was studying their parks and their beauty. <laughs> And this is another thing that with, um, with 
this committee. If, if you do send me an email that says you aren't going to be able to be at the meeting, we'll have it on the agenda so that it's, it's in the record that, that you weren't there. And, and, um, and so we really want to make it where um, this is a priority for you. And if you're, if you're not here, you know, uh, you're, you're being mindful of that. So, Do I have a motion? Are you saying that Travis did let you know that he okay. was going to be here? I move this. We excuse Travis, please. I'll second it. <laughs> Any discussion? Aye. All in favor? Aye. 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 Any against? He really was seeing some of the wonderful wonders of the world. He was a traveler this fall, <laughs> and uh, some pictures are gorgeous in Hawaii and some great surf. So. Well, I did travel to all of our parks here, and they are in amazing shape. Moving on to agenda item 4.5, update and discussion regarding the parks maintenance. Well, I'm not John Wilson, but Debbie Heffman, parks manager. Um, John, they're actually working on the road today, so I think they're, they're putting down some asphalt, so he mm. wanted to let you guys know that he was sorry he couldn't be here, but that we're trying to get that done as quickly as possible because it's a little bit messy out there, so... Um, on Monday, uh, the right. can you guys see that up there? Okay. Yay. On Monday, the guys were out at um, John L. Tompkins Park, and we've got the light poles are up. Um, oh. Rolly tells me that probably today or tomorrow he wants to let that concrete set really well. Um, but we've got ten lights that are solar lights that are going to be put in John L. Tompkins Park, so that's going to be the final steps in um, in doing the. Uh, Texas Parks and Wildlife Grant uh, Phase Three. So, real excited about that. So, so this is going to be the largest park we have. Yes, it is. It is. And, what, and what's the basic use of this park? Skateboarding. There are a lot of multi-use. Yeah. Soccer, basketball, uh, boshy ball. There's 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 exercise stations. Skateboard. Skate park is the big thing. There's a big skate bowl. Playgrounds. Okay. There's playground equipment, there's benches for people to hang out, there's, um, now with this big awning over the uh, basketball, it allows for schools to have field trips and be under there out of the elements and in the shade. It allows for, for example, when we had the special election, they had to move the line dancing. They could have moved it underneath the awning over there because then they're now in the shade and so that. And then on the back side of it, of the soccer field, there is a boshi ball, um, court field, whatever they call those. What do they call those? Court? Um, and bathrooms. It's And there's also exercise stations. So you can walk the park for a certain number of miles, and then they're at each spot there's a station where you can do pull-ups or sit-ups or push-ups or, or whatever. And so it's a big-time multi-use park. So now if we want to have like something like they have over at Laguna Vista at Roloff Park where they have a band come in and invite everybody to come and set up some beer trucks and food trucks and have invite oh. all the local residents well, we could, yeah. uh, it's, not it's, it's not that big and, and we would have to have some parking yeah. no driving in so there wouldn't be any food trucks because it's a very small parking lot but, but like you could use it for events um you'd have to go through yeah, I think that one of the things that we could probably, the, the one thing that we have to be cautious about in that park is we have limited parking. So it, it, we could have a park day, but to have anything that was, um, like anything like what you're talking about would be some of the festivals that we have at the convention center that are, that are sponsored by the CVB. And so like there's one coming up on March the 1st or 2nd, and it's whatever that weekend is. I think it's the 1st. Um, no, 2nd. Uh, there's a, a food trucks and um, they're going to be a car event. It's like kind of kickoff of. Is that the break. like tequila and tacos or something? <laughs> something it's like, like that. that. It's it's not that exact one. It's okay. called Heat Wave. That's Heat Wave. It. It's Heat Spring Wave. Break. It's going to be cars and uh, tattoos and yeah. Skate contest at the park though. Mm -hmm. A couple of nice, like uh, well attended ones too. Skate con uh, competitions. And they've had conference. kind of field days, right? Yeah. Where they where it's. They brought in big groups and done. The, the, what was that last festival? That they, didn't they just do one, a skating festival? Was that a tournament? Was that the one? That, that's a um, that's a special event. We're a little bit off topic, but that that's a special event that was funded from the CVB, and it was a skate a skate park event. 
Okay. And it was very well attended. So I'll get with you and we'll talk about some of the, some of the differences between the CVB events and the events that we do. So, so on back to park maintenance, uh, we've got the light poles installed. We're going to get those lights put up. And those are those really great lights that they, they're, they're a solar light. They're dim for the most part. And then if people are walking, they have a motion sensor. So they'll, they'll brighten up if people are at the park. But so it will really help with some of those neighbors and stuff to keep that light level low and for our birds and right. things like that. So that was a really great selling feature on those um, solar lights. Cool. So it'll be great. Um, the soccer field, uh, John mentioned last time we had, uh, we met um, a, a company out there. Um, they did an assessment. Um, we're going to get a quote for that um, to chill it up, put some compost down, and, and resod it, seed it, um, and, and see if we can get that looking tip-top shape. So we've met somebody out there. Uh, the guys have done, uh, so here's the, you can see the soccer field when we did the, the construction. Got a little bit rutted up. We've had some trouble with the soccer field in the past, so it just was great timing. Now we're going to be able to really make it a, a great, get it all fixed fixed up. A few fence repairs. So this is just all the park maintenance stuff that the guys do on the regular basis. Um, there was some. We've had some graffiti and um, some broken boards, so they stay on that, getting those repaired. Pickleball. They got the grass down. So um, that was uh, appreciated by all. We've got um, some future projects that they're going to look into the fencing and um, a restroom and a possible other court there. So um, these are well utilized by the Winter Texans and um, gotten a lot of feedback. And I think, Laura, did you have something you wanted to add there? I've been receiving texts and messages regarding the fencing and um, concern about dogs, dogs using the pickleball the new grass <laughs> oh, no. and kind of running free and i learned from debbie today that that any uh concerns about that should be addressed by the person witnessing the dog that's running free uh, without a leash and a alert code or the city then and promptly they can't just go home and do it so that was something that was addressed was and then the paddle ball uh paddle ball system the, mm -hmm. the paddle system um so we're getting a lot of really good positive feedback about the parks, and people are loving them. And again, as Debbie said, they are full from the time it lights up till the end. Uh, so that was the concern: was they were looking, they were concerned about the dogs wanting fencing uh, or were like, liking to have fencing. And um, I did get some positive feedback about the rules, and some wonderful feedback about the grass. So they. They would like to have a fence to keep people with dogs out of? They want the fencing uh, to be separating the courts because um, ideally your ball stays in your side and because if it doesn't, somebody could trip on your ball, somebody get hit by your ball, you have oh. to run over there and get your ball. So separating the courts with fencing is, is one of the, the primary concerns in terms of fencing. Dogs already are, um, there's already an ordinance where they need to stay on leash so the one little dog that's running around <laughs> leading his prizes. Um, they're also concerned about tripping over him, and that would prevent some of that uh, issue as well. But um, the fencing would be to divide the courts to protect the players from wayward balls and having to chase them further and so on. I love dogs. I have three of them. But maybe keeping them out of there altogether would be. Well, we, we, well I was going to ask if we maybe we could put an agenda item to address at least a single sign that says, you know, no dogs allowed on the courts, and and or maybe. But that's an agenda item. We can't discuss that yeah. now. So maybe put it on the agenda. This, um, I think it's appropriate at this point. Okay. Um, we have an ordinance on four city parks. It's Chapter Twenty Five, and you do have to have your your dog on a leash or your pet on a leash, and, and they have to be um, controlled by you. So that is an ordinance that's already on the books. So, you know, there's all kinds of things by, you know, people that are traveling. Um, I don't know that we want to say you can't have any dogs in the park at all, but if they follow the rules that we have in place where you have to have your dog on a leash and you have to have the dog under control, um, it shouldn't be a problem. It, it should correct that. The one caveat like to that. A reminder sign, or, or, you know, that says it, that 
Yeah. Remember city ordinance, blah, 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 dogs not allowed, poop scoop, you know, that kind Tell of thing. Telephone number of the code enforcement in case somebody witnesses it. To I think we have on the, on the bottom of the, okay. of the pickleball sign okay. um, the, the, the number to call. Good. Uh, the one thing that I, I, I can't stress enough is if, if you're the one that's seeing the dog off the leash, you have to call when you see the dog off the leash because it comes into play. Um, we've gotten a lot of uh, feedback from a lot of different things on code enforcement and, and things like that. The person that is witnessing the problem needs to make the complaint at that time because they can't go back and chastise someone or give them a ticket after the fact. They have to see it when it's happening. So just encourage the people. Um, it, is, it is an ordinance, a city ordinance, and so, but, but someone would have to make, initiate the call to complain, and it will, ha it, will, it will carry their name, and that's what happens. A lot of people don't want to be the one that complains. And so that's where sometimes it's like, well, they didn't do anything about it. Well, the person that is complaining has to follow through with the complaint, and that's, uh, that's a major thing. So, um, so when people tell you, you know, about different things about dogs and stuff like that, encourage them. Say, when you see that, make sure and call that in because that's not it's not in any of our city parks you need to have your dog on a leash and you need to have them um, controlled with you so yeah. I think that should that should help if, if they'd call and if it doesn't help then maybe we look into a little bit more stuff okay so pickleball the grass was installed um, they've been doing a lot of just uh, general park maintenance they trimmed all the palm trees um, got those all cleaned up uh, this is just uh, the Water Tower Park and some of that. And Turtle Park, right? And then we've got, um, they put some mulch and, um, and compost. wasn't mulch, it was compost. They're at the Butterfly Garden and got the beds ready for the new gardeners. I wanted to commend them also for protecting the plants during that winter chill. Uh, I went to the park one day and it looked like that. And then the, the day after the freeze, or the, well, yeah, we did get a freeze, went over there and they had, they had lined up paper, I mean, the barriers from the wind to protect he's got our some, plants. He's got some black fencing yeah. or black um, mesh that he puts up because those, the, the, the wind as it comes through that beach access really is. And they did a great job protecting them because now they're all beautiful. And just for the new on the committee, uh, there is a website or a, a, an email. If you have, uh, like, something in real time, it's pwcares at myspi.org. So say there's, you know, a problem with the, just anything that would be public works or our parks. You can put that in, in when you see it because it's another month till we have a meeting. You don't want to wait for them to, they, a lot of those things they can address right away. PWCares.com. PWCares, Public Works Cares, yeah. dot O-R-G. Okay. That's no, O-R-G. One more time. PWCares at MySPI.org. MySPI.org. Okay. Yeah, and it's dot org. Thank you. I've made the mistake of putting dot com and having it bounce back to me. Dot PWCares at MySPI.org. Right. Okay. Thank you. It goes right. It goes to John and Public Works. It goes to the the foreman of the parks. And so, a lot of times before I even see the email, they've already sent somebody out there to fix it. So, yep. it's a great. It's a it's a great it's a great tool. So that's if we see something. A broken water parts. faucet or a hand railing that's messed up. Like when I got stuck in the bathroom, I could have called them <laughs> instead of nine one one, right? I would have called. I, no, you were going to call nine. If you're stuck in that bathroom, nine one one is your call. Do not call. Do not wait for someone. If you are stuck in that bathroom, nine one one is your call. If it's August. Oh my goodness. My age. I said, what does that matter? Jeez. Let us know. We'll just break you out. Well, it was new. I didn't know anybody else. Now you have a list of all of us. <laughs> I just live down the street. <laughs> Any questions for Debbie about park maintenance? Uh, Debbie, while you're doing the overview, um, I know that our um, meetings are recorded and you can see them, mm -hmm. but 
it's a labyrinth to try to figure out how, where to go to see that. And I was wondering if you could, for the sake of all of us, but especially our new ones, to kind of have a roadmap of how to get there to see the recorded meetings. Okay, it's very, it's, it's, it's pretty simple. <laughs> but so, but, but you might have been going around the barn to get there. Okay, myspi.org, that's the city's website. Uh -huh. From the homepage, you're going to scroll down to meetings and agendas, and then you go to um, meetings on demand. And I think Ben's doing it for you right now. So if you scroll down on the front page, there's a yellow button here that says meetings oh, okay. and agendas. You click on that. And then you scroll down to meetings on demand. And then, like, this is our meeting in progress right now, but you can scroll down and you can go to the parks and you can go back and see any meetings that we've had um, for all the time. You click on the 2023 and you can see all the ones from 2023. <clears throat> and so usually by the end of the day, I, I don't know, I mean, sometimes it takes a little bit longer because of technology, but usually they're, they're pretty, pretty, they're on there pretty quickly. So you could go back and rewatch today if you thought, oh, what did she say about that? Or, and y'all can always call. So, but that, but that's that's how you would get there. Thank you. No problem. Okay, so we're moving on to agenda item four point four: discussion and possible action to approve. Oh no, that's it. I'm sorry. Going too high. Four point six: discussion and possible action for city park directional signage. Um, I'm going to need Debbie's help here, but the last time I spoke to Debbie, she said that we were waiting on TxDOT to approve the final format of the signs for each of the parks, and they're not really wayfinding, but they're identifying signs that show you that this is L. Tompkins Park down here, and, and also coming off the causeway. Um, are there any more updates on that? No, but I just, I put, I put the picture up here. This is what we have submitted to TxDOT. It has, it, this is how labor intensive this stuff is and it's done on by Alex and, and um, the public works director. Um, this is what they're asking for. So we have sent them this one and as soon as they approve all the fonts and everything, he will do it for each one of the signs that we want. Um, and then, um, so it's just, it's just more of a lengthy process. We haven't heard back from them. I know that um, it was in review. So once, once it hits their desk and they do the review, they'll give him the notes. Maybe it's going to be three inches and not 3.1 or, you know, maybe the, you know, they'll, they'll give him the feedback and he will fix the one and then he can go and do all the rest of them. So they want him just like this for each one of the signs that we want. We already have the placement. Um, so uh, this, this is something we're going forward, I think, uh, but I just want to let you know that's kind of where we're at. So it's getting down to the technical stuff, so that's good. Just for clarification, each of our parks will be marked with these directional signs, and there's some coming off the causeway, like I said, but we have a couple of parks that are off the beaten path. So from Padre Boulevard, you don't really know where Butterfly Park is or you don't know where Tur Turtle Park is. And this is going to help people identify those locations and be able to get there. Thanks. Well, they'll be off the causeway, not off Padre? There's going to be a couple off the causeway. Debbie, Debbie can... There's... Um, I think I can do it by memory. It's up there. By thing. It's, it's, on your, it's, in your, it's in your packet on, their, on, on the backup. Uh, there's three signs that the, they'll be... Three um, signs at the base of the causeway. It will say pickleball park, skate park, and one other one. Base Hopkins. of the causeway, pickleball, water tower, and skate. I, I pulled it up, Dave. Yeah, there we go. Uh, replace chamber sign stripes at the causeway. Replace chamber sign old welcome center pickleball. So right at the pickleball, uh, uh, right, there's a bus stop there, and right where you would turn in pickleball, there'll be a, a, a sign that will say, this sign will be, and it'll be pointing to go to turn into Pickleball Park. Then you go down, there's the Children's Park, and it'll say Water Tower Park that way. Yeah, they're going to change the uh, Children's Park sign to Water Tower Park, and it's going to point to it. And then at Esperanza and Par Padre, it's going to point toward Butterfly Park, which is on Gulf on the beach side. Um, and then between Coralie and Morningside will be the Turtle Park one because it's down on Morningside between Padre and Gulf. And then Sunset and Padre for the Dale Tompkins Park. So that's just the update. I just wanted to. There's not really much to report on that, but um, it is. It, it we have submitted the the the, the design. 
of the sign with the dimensions and everything to te to TxDOT, and we're and we're waiting on re on a reply from that. So. Any questions, concerns? I don't think you need an action or anything, so. Um, moving on to 4.7, discussion and possible action to award the yard landscape of the month for February. And you can do it, I'll push the buttons for you. Okay. <laughs> so it's not up yet. Okay, so this was one of our choices at 121 East Swordfish. Beautiful. Uh, 106 West Aries. 208 West Hibiscus. 212 West Esperanza, uh, 5907 Havana. And the winner that we chose is the 121 East Swordfish. Fun trivia fact, this was the first place I lived. My ex-mother-in-law owned that when I moved to South Padrell in 1975. <laughs> Actually, 1976, I didn't know that. I mean, I knew that, but when I saw it, I was like, she picked the house I lived in. <laughs> Thank you, Amy. She took all these photos except one. So That's she really nice helped us out. And a motion. Uh, a motion to approve. Make a second. Do we need a second? Uh, second. second. All in favor? Aye. Any against? Congratulations to 121 Swordfish. And just for the new members, uh, we have a sign that goes in, in, in their yard, and I will go get the one from last month and take it here. So, and it looks like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Perfect. All right. So moving on to 4.8, item 4.8, discussion and possible action to assign the SPI community garden plots for the February-August 2024 growing season at Butterfly Park. And Debbie's got that. There we go. Okay. So there's five garden plots. I think that we had seven entrants. Let me get them all organized for you. Draw. Yeah, and put the number on. Stacy Welshy. Welshly. There we go. She's in box number one. Oh, okay. Amy Bonka. Dr. Amy Bonka from Acito Inc. Box number two. Box number two. <laughs> Door number three is. Brian Scott and Bridget Scott. Box number three. Box number three. Box number four. SPI Reynolds, Will Greenwood, Claudia Medina, Midori, Hot Hoshino. Box number four. And finally, box number five. And the final box is Estella. Gaglios? Gaglios. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Gaglios. Gaglios. I have a motion to approve. Motion to approve. A second? Second. All in favor? My pen's dead. Aye. Any against? Can we borrow a pen, somebody? Pass, pass down a pen. <laughs> okay. Motion passed. Our five boxes have been assigned. And we are adjourned. Awesome. Thank you, guys. I got to run. I got to run.